What's up, everybody? This is the Magic Treehouse. What's up, everybody? This is the Magic Treehouse, and I'm Merlin. Tonight, we'll be talking to an upcoming artist, The Real Brown Boy. Why don't you tell us, who is The Real Brown Boy? Honestly, uh, The Real Brown Boy is just a kid that's from the block, honestly. We literally don't have, actually. Um, just based off as an Indian person. Like, who really does embody the whole culture. It's not a whitewashed kid. Um, I bring my sound into it by all means. Like, I don't try to, like, slur, like, I don't try to go into somebody where, like, trying to catch their wave or what, like, whatnot. I'm just the type of person. I'm, I'm in my own lane. I'm doing something different. I don't try to copy nobody's style. Like, I just go from advice from other people that I met on and on this journey. So, like, they all told me one thing. They said, to do you, be unique. Don't copy. Yeah, so that's it. Have you always been in California or did you just move here from another state? No, nah, actually, I was born and raised out in uh, Los Angeles, California. Okay. Yeah. And mm-hmm. being in Los Angeles, I'm sure you had like a mix of diverse cultures over there, right? Not just Indian. You're going to get like. Yeah, most definitely. I always had a lot of people telling me, like, Oh, you're Indian, this and that. You can't, um, you can't like rap or this and that. You know, just based off I'm Indian. Like honestly, that's true. I got a lot of, I got a lot of people that told me like, hey, you're Indian, you're not gonna make it. Only Mexicans can. Like this and that. You're trying to act black. And like, I grew up in a very diverse community. So for me, I'm always around the black people. I grew up around a lot of different like, like I, I just, I knew like what was what and what was not on that point. I knew what was right and what's wrong. So. Yeah, um, just growing as a person though, definitely one thing I learned as of like growing up out here, um, being around everybody, just staying true to yourself. That's all that matters. That's all. Absolutely. I mean, in a way I can relate to that, not because I'm a musician, but I'm also Indian. And so like the stereotypes that you're talking about, it's just like, it's not in just one thing. I think it's just common that people think of Indians and they think of like tech support. Or they think of like doctors, you know, but I honestly just because you said that this this is why I like I'm actually happy I go by the real brown boy. Not only just because I plan to be the real brown boy, I'm also just making a name for everyone around us, for the whole community. I'm like, not just like so that I can be like, like somebody else. Like, no, I'm doing me. I'm supporting the culture. I'm bringing away, and as y'all will see, like, going on forward, you guys will see, like, a lot of different stuff that's coming out. So, like, I'm putting my own twist as, like, speaking Punjabi in my music. So that's another, like, big thing for me. I never um, never wrote a song in Punjabi, but this is, like, my first song I wrote. It was different and all that stuff. Yeah. No, I love that just because, like, me personally, I love listening to like mashups, you know, like you get the hip hop and you get the Indian songs in it, you get the Bollywood songs. So like you saying like, and um, there's actually an artist, her name's like Raja Kumari. Do you know who I'm talking about? I, don't know. I know you're talking about. I didn't she actually, I heard about her when I was in middle school. Okay. I, had, I was just on the phone last night with one of my brothers and he was like mentioning some other girl. Her name was, I think like Sal or something like that. Her name starts with the S. And I was like, no, it has to be Raj Kumari. I'm like, that's the only girl that I know that actually was rapping. Mm-hmm. She does like really like crazy stuff. So yeah. what are you talking about, bro? I really, 
she really does bring the culture out. If you see in the videos, mm-hmm. the way she's wearing everything, she's wearing the nose, yeah. she's wearing the bandy, she's wearing everything. Like she's cleaning up the whole culture. She's not afraid of anything. No, there's like no, she has no shame behind her culture and she's not afraid yeah. to show it either. Like no matter, because yeah. I don't know about you, but like in our Indian community, not only do people expect us to be like engineers and doctors and whatnot, but it's just like if you go outside of that field, for us at least, it's just like, what the hell are you doing? Like you're going to fail or something like that. I, For me, for me instance, I grew up in a very different household. So my family, they came out from India. You know, they built a like a really big foundation for us. I'm so grateful for my mom and dad. My mom and my dad always support me though. Regardless of what it was, like first I was into acting. Acting went out really well, but I didn't feel too suited for it. Then I started making music. So they were like, okay, this is something fun. But then actually going on forward, they started noticing like, oh wait, like he's not playing, like he really wants to do this. But at the end of the day, there's one thing that I always will never forget. I need to fulfill my mom's dream by becoming a mechanical engineer. I'm gonna take a degree though, for sure. Don't get me wrong, I will follow that. I'm going to fulfill my dad's dream. I'm going to make sure my family's well. That's all. And I'm going to fulfill my dream. Like, anything is possible. Anything can happen. If you can make a million dollars, if you see somebody blowing up on TikTok just an instant, then definitely you can make that happen. There's no reason for it, no excuses, no component. No, no I mean, I actually agree with you on that just because what you're saying right now is, like, you're still going to follow your dream no matter what it is, no matter how long it takes, but you're not going to forget where you come from. You're not going to forget what your parents taught you. And you're not going to forget, like, not that they have these expectations, but, like, these dreams, these kind of goals for themselves and for you, right? Yeah, that's that's where I was a little bit, um, I was a little bit, a little bit scared. Don't get me wrong. For me, when it came to making music the first time, I was like, this is just something I was making for fun. And, um growing growing and growing like doing through high school making music i was like not i felt like low self-esteem i'm not gonna lie a lot of people they're like oh you know you're not like you're just a clown this that all of a sudden like they all switch up i dropped this new song now it was called i don't give a fuck i did yeah yeah that was the first song i dropped don't get me wrong that song i promoted i walked out everywhere around the whole high school that's all I go. Take a listen, take a listen, take a listen. That came out to 10,000 straight. And then just then from forward, they're like, oh, you should make new music. Go make new music. I'm like, okay. So, like, you can just tell when people start seeing who you really are, like, what your talent is, they'll really take it. They'll, they'll like, they'll admire it. But they won't forget, though, that, like, you're in Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. they're not going to accept this still. Regardless, even though you have a really good talent, no, if you're better than nobody, you're bigger than, like, better than a big rapper, like, they're still not gonna accept that. For them, it's like it's like it's like a pill with hard to swallow. Yeah, because you understand. Which is so weird because in this podcast I was talking about earlier, like we have titles and then we have talent, right? For some reason, your title is more valued than a talent. Now, like relating that to this, it's just like no matter how talented you are, no matter how talented people see you, you're still gonna carry that weight of he's just the brown. He's just a brown boy. Like, yeah, that's like, it doesn't matter if you're the real brown boy. Like, you're still going to have that weight of he's a brown boy. Like, yeah. you know, what What are you going to get? So you're definitely like 
fighting as you're making your way up. But then we have other people in the industry, like um, not just in music, but in entertainment, like Lily Singh. She's one. Um, never have I ever. I keep on chopping up her name, but I'm sure you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> and then we have rappers so, too. Yeah, they're all big content creators. Like, but what? Like these? Like I remember this is like the prime time of YouTube. Though this is like this is the era. I remember this time of era. Like, I was like, I was going, I was in middle school. I see all these kids like making videos. Like you probably remember. Um, with you know, I don't know if you know Fate Doe. But one of his homies, they used to make a content. I don't know if you know him. He's like a Punjabi guy. He's like, he wears, like a, he wears a bug. It's not Just Rain, right? Nah, I don't think so. Oh, yeah, it is Just Rain. I think it is Just Rain. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That one for sure. He was actually like really like funny off the bat. Like you can like, you know, just like getting stereotypes or whatnot. Like nowadays, regardless, it still goes on. It's never going to stop, but stereotypes is never going to stop. They'll always find a reason to make fun of it. They're always going to joke about it. They're always going to find a laughter. Like, just by that, as it goes for music, no matter how much music you're trying, no matter what sounds you're going for, no matter how many people you're working with, it's still going to be you at the end of the day. Who's going to make it happen? So, yeah. So, I mean, it's going to be you at the end of the day, regardless. No doubt about that. It's having that faith in yourself, too, right? (sighs) But, like, going back to like your middle school days like watching these videos even though it's not music like what kind of triggered you to go into music like being like oh hey um i don't want to do acting anymore like i think i could really do something with music for the music though it was not like the videos i was watching that pushed me it was a friend of mine that his name was elmer he passed away so um my my, my friend he actually um he was the first one to introduce me to like music wise like the first record that I listened to was Logic. Um, just going on from there, I was always into the Logic. Like, I was just a diehard fan, like, 301 rap pack type shit. After a year later or so, um, well, the, after a year or so, he passed away, I started making music. So it was just, like, one of those things where, like, I found a way so I could just write something. Yeah, I was, I was with my friends that one night, and uh, they're like, you I told them I made a song. They're like, oh, let's hear it. And I showed them, and they were like, damn, bro, like, damn, like, that's good. We should start making more music. And then from there on forward, I just carried it, like, as it was named, so. Oh. So it's kind of like, I mean, I am sorry for your loss. I know what it feels like just losing someone like that, especially in your life. But I just wanted to say, like, he helped you, like, kind of discover this new creative process, this new love for, like, music. And even though you did lose him, we still have him in a way while you create your music. Yeah. That's cute. And then he's like, I I have a song. I haven't I don't think I'm gonna actually drop it. I really don't know. It's like one of those songs where like I made it and I was going through a very hard time. So Yeah. I just I went through a lot, especially just one this one song really is very touching. And I don't think that no one might listen to it, honestly. Seriously. I don't think so. So a lot of people they're telling me like my manager said that he said it's a very good, it's a very good idea. You know, you should make, you should have dropped it. But at the end of the day, it's like, I don't want to drop it. It's very meaningful, mm-hmm. very personal. But yeah, this so, is about the people that I lost. When you say you don't want to release that, is that just because you don't want, you're not ready yet for people to see like this vulnerable side of you? Or are you just not ready to like what's been talked about on that song because it's so close to you? 
like you're not ready to release that out to the world? Honestly, it's it's both. It's not even like one side of my vulnerability. It's just more like it's something that I went through, and I know a lot of people went through this. Mm-hmm. But it's just like we all have different ways of grieving, different ways of coping. So you know, one way or another, I found music as a way of coping, or I used to game a lot too, which is another reason why. Mm-hmm. I was gaming a lot, trying to get my mind off of it, mm-hmm. and so on and on. Like it caused a lot of issues in my household, regardless of like, oh, you know, you're not sleeping, or you're bad, you're, you're raised bad, you're not going to school, you're not do this, that. Mm-hmm. So I just changed up my whole life, switched up. Yeah, no, I mean, and I mean, I don't want you to feel like you are alone because I can understand that. I lost my best friend, and it's, I mean. Honestly, for the longest time, as much as I wanted to talk about it, I was just so angry about it. You know, like I was going through, like everyone goes through it differently, you know? And for me, it was just like, you're gone now. Why would you, like, I was so angry. I was just like, why would you leave? You know, like asking all these questions, but in anger, not in sadness. Just so I get that. Like, even though like we maybe didn't grieve in the same way with the same emotions, we all go through it at our own yeah. pace with different feelings and whatnot. So you're definitely not alone in that. But thank you for sharing I that. Just, I, I just learned a lot growing up, especially. So just for me though, like I had a really great, like, you know, family that really did take care of me while I was going through it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, still to this day, I still like the group that I was with. It's crazy. I was with the group, like, just one old group. When he passed away, we all split apart. But after a while, we got back together. We just chopped it up. We all had it. We all had our differences, and that was it. Like I still love them to my heart, but everything else going on forward, like you know, you know, you have to take it while it's going on. Like it's sometimes it's a blessing, honestly, for somebody that goes away. Like God, God puts it in your faith. It's by faith, regardless. Like you don't want this person to go away, but this person will go. Away. You know what I mean? And you don't want to make that for no one, but that's that's how life is. No, I mean, I agree just because, like, when it was happening for myself, everyone would tell me everything happens for a reason. As much as I didn't want to hear that then, I didn't want to believe, like, at that time, I was just, like, questioning everything. You know, like, what the hell is this reason? But now, looking back, it's just, like, he was in my life for a reason, you know? And like your friend, he like opened this doorway for you for music. For me, it was just helping discover who I was, not to be ashamed of who I was, you know, like not to be dependent on someone else's emotions because I'm afraid. So you're right on that. Like you met your friend for a reason, but we shouldn't hold on to that. Like there's always going to be another person, another friendship, family, things like that. Right. And uh, my I have this analogy. I don't know. Some people might know, but I don't know. You're, you know, when you're at the intersection, right? You know, like a stop sign. At every stop sign, it's a short distance, right? And through that, through that walking distance, you're gonna meet people on and off. Mm-hmm. And at that next stop sign, some people are gonna stay or they're gonna go. And I just take that with me now. For some reason, just it reminds me a lot more. It's like it's okay. Some people are not meant to be in your life. They're supposed to be meant for a short amount of time. Just to maybe teach you something, whether it's good or it's bad, mm-hmm. you know. So that, that going forward, yeah, for sure. 
It's like they're a chapter or that's just completely the end of the story in a way, like you're opening a new book. As a going on life. Yeah, it's just like read pages going on. Like your whole life is a chapter. Mm-hmm. Like it's a whole book. So every chapter is going to open up. And then who knows, like during through those like stages that you're going through, whatever obstacles you're going through, you're most definitely going to like, that's where you come at, right? Like I said, it's all on you. Like whether you're going to like face it or you're just going to back up let it take you up yeah no i agree with you on that and i mean especially with your music your creativity just kind of being more vulnerable with yourself by like processing all of this it was kind of like listening to your music i think it's called uh lately i've been um i hope i didn't yeah, say that. yeah okay lately that was, I've been. That was crazy that song I, I still can't remember i don't even know how i made that song the day that i made it, i don't remember how i made it really yeah, i swear to god i don't remember listening to it i just juice world i don't know if you like listened to him before but yeah. it was kind of giving me like that type of flow that type of beat kind of just reminding me of him as an artist and i was just curious like, that's a lot of inspiration from that as well that's where i think my inspiration came from and like honestly yeah yeah that was the best part about it but um what, what was your favorite part about lady ivory if you don't mind me asking honestly i really want to know a lot of people they like to raise i don't understand Honestly, I can't say um, just because I did just listen to it today and I don't want to just throw in some like random. Oh, hey, like this part was really my favorite part. Like, but what I mean, creating that talking about Juice World, was he the only inspiration beside, or like were you influenced by making music in other ways? I was usually like my ears is very different when it comes to making music or like hearing music wise mm-hmm. so juice was like he was there in my ears don't get me wrong i really love this music um it was just more i used to listen to a lot of underground music that's me i don't like to listen to mainstream artists like for perhaps like if you listen to um i don't know post malone for example I don't know all the songs, but a lot of people do, right? Yeah. But yeah. I only know the songs that I usually do listen to by some people that don't know, something that they don't like. Like, everyone here is different. Everybody has different choices. But the one person that really made me want to take music seriously was Brad. It was a crazy thing what happened. Uh-huh. And um, he was actually, when he was the first brand to get it popping, actually, yeah. in Canada, I mean, Canada, whatever. Um. I was pretty shocked. I was like, wow, like that's if he can do it, then I can definitely do it. And so I went by myself round. I'm like, fuck, let's do it. And then from there on forward, I just went ten times harder as making music walk. So yeah. So you started off with your name just being the brown boy and then you changed yeah. it to the real brown yeah. boy. Yeah. And so why did you make that change? I recently met him. Oh. I recently met him. Um you can see on my page, but um, I wasn't really fully open about the whole interview, but I went out, um, I spoke with him, I, I introduced myself to him, I'm like, hey, my name is Brown Boy, but uh, my name is Harsh. He's like, I'm the real Brown Boy. I'm like, no, you're an ass. <laughs> like, I don't, at least you could appreciate, like, one of, like, your, like, listeners, your, like, audience, like, hey, like, your fan. Yeah. Like, you don't have to put them down. I was like, you know what? It's okay. I'm going to see you soon. Don't worry. And if there, I just went on my day. And um, yeah, like, I just take that as a way of like, your idols are not your idols at all. Like, they're 
I was always going to be rebellious regardless. Yeah. So I'd rather just go as it's like now. I'm my self-idol. I'm my own self-idol. Like, I'm just going to grow as it goes from now on forward. Like, I don't have to. I do listen to a lot of underground music. It's just everybody just wants to hop on bandwagons. They're all bandwagons. I don't like that. Yeah. For me, it's like I'd rather listen to something that's not going out because at least I know that this person will blow up. Like, I know it. Like, that gives you, like, a adrenaline rush, too. Like, hey, like, I'm making music, you're making music, you're on the ground. We're definitely going to be popping one day. <laughs> That's just how it is. No, and I feel like just not, just you meeting him, you stop putting him on this pedestal. Right? It's not like, okay, like, he's up there. One day, I am going to be up there. Like, I'm going to get there. Not saying you're not going to get there, but it's just, like, it kind of leveled him yeah, out. It kind of makes you confused. Like, like how? Like, I'm your own people. Why are you tripping? Like, yeah. I was going to show my music when I even take the time to do it. Like, I'm like, okay, that's all right. I have no no reason to. Like, we stood in the waiting line for, like, almost, like, three hours or so. It was really hot, sweating as fuck. I brought, and the crazy part about this was I I was listening to him before he popped. I was listening to him before he even went up. That was the crazy part. Before he signed with Weekend XO Records. Yeah. The whole thing, I was still listening to him in middle school. So for me to see him, I was at his first show, Bad Habits Tour. Mm-hmm. And I still brought the first hoodie that I got from him. And like, it was just a weird, like, it was just some type of animosity I felt, honestly, just because I'm young, but whatnot, it could be, but who knows, we went out. But I know definitely I will see him soon. And that's it. So I've been ready. There we go. There's no doubt. And I love that, like, when you say that, like, you have no doubt in yourself. You're very confident in this. So, like, that kind of just leads me, like, when you're going on to, like, creating your music, um, are you, what kind of inspires you to create these songs? Because I know you just released two more, but it was just in this month of September. Oh, t- oh my God. Okay. I'm going to just, I'm going to spill that one out later, actually. Okay. Um, as of like my my mind, how it works when it comes to making music, I need to live my life. That's where I messed up, I think. I was in the beginning before I had a manager, shout out to Don, before I had a whole TV on my back. I was making music, but it was just all like just lovey dovey, more like facade. But going though, as of the time I met him and him being around me, I got to see more than usual. And I was starting living my life more than ever. Be more outside, be more open-minded, like learning new things, not knowing what was this. Like I said, like I know what was wrong was wrong, but when you see stuff, when you picture this, you can actually put it into music besides even like lying or yapping about it. So as of like right now, um, over the past, it's like two years being with her, as of being a manager, everything has a whole management team. I made over 200 songs. 260 songs, I think. So, like, all these experiences that you're living, you're out there, you're meeting these people, it's kind of just, like, not stay in one lane when you're creating your music. It kind of just gives you a different mindset, like, kind of gives you a little flashback. Oh, like, this is how I felt when I was, like, doing this. I want to put that in a song. It's like a different output if you look at it. Like, there's a whole outlet, right? And then each outlet is every plug. Like, there's, like, sadness, there's madness, you know, like, there's anger, there's aggression. 
there's guilt or there's you know like every emotion right and like album that's coming up i hope i'm not wrong i think it's october 6th i'm not too sure i can't promise um but i know definitely you guys are gonna love it it's a full roller coaster i'm talking like up down spin like whatever it's gonna trick you guys out you're like wait hold on like do i want this or do i want a 10 times better one? like i know you guys are gonna like one so um, it's a very different uh like it's really unexpected from what i know would you say like this album that you're releasing, it's kind of like a storytelling album or it's just like one of those TV shows where you kind of can expect something different with each song? I expect everything different. Okay. And I won't lie. I think at the same time, it's more of a storytelling at the same time. Um, when you do take a look carefully at the album, going by the music, what it says, if you read it each one by one by one, you'll understand that's that's one note for sure i gotta get so it's all connected in a way but still a different story in its own i mean that's like what's coming up like how your song was created but like what would you say your favorite thing is about being a musician creating a story no. i'm not yeah i think creating a story is like best thing about making music. A lot of people, they are like, damn, how do you make this? It's like, no, I don't just make this just like, I don't have no ghostwriter, I don't know nothing like that. It's all in my head right here. I open up the ideas. I have people to break it down. That's just how it goes. And so like with all these ideas in your head, bringing in your culture with that as well, it's just like, does anything really kind of hold you back? Like we just spoke about this earlier, but like yeah. the community, like they're not very... Sometimes they can't be very accepting for that. Thankfully, you do have family that are supportive of you, what you want to do. But you have you ever faced some kind of like, I don't know about doubts, but like hesitancy when it comes to like, oh, God, like I'm going to create some music. I'm going to go into the industry. But I don't know if I should. I've never felt like that, but I felt like people had doubted. If that's the best way to put it. I had a lot of people that died just like that. I mean, it's okay. Everyone has a different journey. Like, your first song is never going to be the best. Don't get me wrong. No one song is ever going to be the best. I'm telling that from right now. And any artist, they all come up from a different experience. But one thing that they all do come from, what we all do come from, is by growing. We're all growing. Our sound department's there. Our word playing is right there. The way that we orchestrate the whole music by piece by piece when it comes to the hook chorus, bridge verse this and that that's where it really comes out that's where your magic will show but um as of like that i have a lot of people especially my own family relatives that i know they're like oh we're just wasting this time this and that but it's like hey i'm still making money i can still pursue my dreams that has nothing to do with you just because something didn't work out for you does not mean that's not gonna work out for you know, and that's what I learned a lot today as well. A lot of people don't complain to you about their failures, their mistakes. And I'm like, no, just because you fail doing that, mm -hmm. it's okay to add, like, advise. Or, that's cool. Like, mm -hmm. Give advice. Always look out for somebody. But you can't expect that somebody will fail. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Through the same mistakes that you might have made. But we all do fail in order to at least try to succeed. So. I mean, because yeah, at the end of the day, that's our goal, right? To succeed, yeah. to become like the best versions of us. But when it comes to like 
you as an artist, um, why do you think people should give you that listen, like give you a chance? Because I'm me. I'm not like acting hood. I'm not no one. I'm actually the real bro. Like I have a really particular sound that somebody would they listen to like, damn, this person doesn't sound like no one else would listen to. Let's actually go more into it to coffee. Like, let's check out more what he has. You know? Mm-hmm. It's not even it's about making a listen, it's just more about like I wanna like I don't wanna like just have somebody just take a listen at it, but it's more like I wanna hook them onto myself. Cause anybody that I came across this whole journey, they all got hooked onto this. Anything. Like I know for a fact. Even if I met people that are like, oh, they fuck with it. But at the same time, they're like trying to be like really sneaky, but I'm like, ah, oh, he's Indian. I can't work with him. But shit's hard though. Like, damn, I want to I wanna work with him, but it's like, damn, I don't know if it's spice my family. Like, no, that's okay. You know. But yeah, definitely like the way I have made music. The way that I put it out is that somebody can relate. And so, like with that, with that, like relationship with like you and your listener, um, what would you say like your message is as an artist? Because some people like have something, um, music industry, entrepreneurs, like fashion icons. I feel like either some have like something to stand for, something to prove for, and some are just like kind of going uh, with their passion with. Do you have something to prove? Do you want to be an example for something? I actually, it's, I'm happy, I'm happy that you said the word prove. Because a lot of people, they get it mixed up. You're like, you're trying to prove people. I'm like, no, I'm proving myself. I think yeah. regardless, it's not about me proving you. It's not about me proving to the audience. Regardless of what it is, I appreciate my fans at the end of the day. It's more about what can I give? I don't, take anything considering so like my message particularly like just off the bat it's just anything is possible whether what race you are whether where you come from whatever your background is and especially i'm putting off the i'm putting off for like different minor so like i was born in a not a converted family i was born in a two-religious family so i'm muslim and i'm Sikh. Right. So one side I can eat wrong and one side I can eat halal. Yeah. Right? If I'm talking about. Yeah. But I fell more into the Islamic side because of my grammar. You know? But anything else more than that, I still respect both sides. I pray on both sides. I don't and that's where people like they it's really rare to see that. You wouldn't know like, hey, he's Punjabi and Muslim, damn, like and you know both sides. They have differences. They some type of animosity. They clash. And when I tell people that I'm Punjabi, they're like, "Damn, so you Muslim too?" I'm like, "Yeah." They're like, "Yeah, like, damn, why?" Like, you know, it's weird. Like, they they don't just are like, you know, like, damn, you can't you can't talk to him because he's Punjabi or like he's Muslim, mm-hmm. vice versa. So just two different parties. But I know that for a fact that I do bring a very like big message as of like. Anybody that I go to, like, they're like, damn, Arsh, you're doing really well. Yeah. You're actually doing really well. Like, I'm actually happy you're going by the little back board. Music is great. I love it. I want to hear it again. You know? Yeah. No, I mean, I get that. And I feel like, so yeah, you've had like two different worlds, two different religions, neither like not converted, but you have that in your life. And like with your music, just looking at your catalog, it shows like you did a collaboration with RMC Mike. Would you value like 
working with someone else on your songs? Like, how important is that for you? It's very important. It's very serious. It's not a joke. I don't take that. Like I said, reiterate, I don't take anything serious. I do everything by heart when it comes to making music. And I always take a listen. I always take advice as one kind of whoever is listening to it or not. One thing I know for sure is that a lot of people, they have high expectations or they'll like, you know, they'll start down, like I said. But when it comes to working with people like this who are ready in the industry, who have a big, you know, crowd, who have a big, really big families, who have good exposure, don't take it like, because at the end of the day, you're not putting your song out with somebody like this. You're, you're trying to show that, hey, like, I'm also a rapper too. Besides, like, some kid you're going to have to feature from, you know? Mm-hmm. So, more people just the people that I met on this journey though, like these rappers. It's all been mixed. Some people show love, some people don't, some people are nice, some people are greedy, some people are weird, some people are, you know, you know, thinking whatever it is, it's just you you'll feel it once you see it. So I mean, that was just one collaboration though. And yeah. I've just seen like some news popping up that you do have other collaborations in the works as well. Yeah. Um, we recently just, we recently just worked with um, Cressa. I was uh, pretty shocked about it. Don't get me wrong, but it was a very big thing for me, especially for team and I, you know, it was nothing like, it was not like no fan thing. We weren't family and stuff like that. It was just more like business, business, business. So like, we talked about it. He showed his love at the end of the day. Um, we, uh, we went out to his video shoot with his new song coming out. We were at his video shoot for the past two days. Yeah, he took care of us, Bob on it. And, you know, we took the take to back. I think we got something going on crazy. I'm not, I can't say too much unless it's done yet, but I do already have a feature with that. The song will be coming out. I don't know when, but I know soon. Okay. Okay. We can look forward to that. Even though it was business, it's kind of like you showed him respect and you got that respect in return. You both are artists. It doesn't really matter like how far along in the journey either of you are, you still showed that respect for each other. That's, I love that. That's actually really cute. And I feel like that should be like common. Well, more common. Like I'm hoping like you don't have something that happened with you with now again, but like, no, after after that was a learning experience, as of just don't expect no no high expectations. Yeah. Just as long as you're doing what you need to do, mm-hmm. that's all that matters. Don't worry about what this person is doing. Just take a photo if you want, that's cool. Don't get it wrong, but do not think that, hey, you're gonna do this, you're gonna do that. Like, no. Don't have no high expectations. Because everybody doesn't want everybody to see the top, right? Mm-hmm. everybody wants to be number one like I just gotta get number one percent yeah. just so I can put my family on top that's it I felt that that's, yeah. that's how I look like you can't really live your life based on assumptions right like either know the facts or just like leave it alone kind of thing mm-hmm. I feel that and so we talked about collaborations we talked about your influences but I want to know um, even though you did have this collab with RMC Mike and we were just talking about um, Pressa, what would your dream collab look like? It's actually, uh, that's crazy. 
J.R. the Prince of New York. Yeah. I don't know if you guys are familiar with this one, but if you guys had, I mean, I was doing a lot of snippets. I still do. It's like crazy. But everyone said that I sound like it. And I myself is like one of those people that I really do want to work with. So just his sound is very different. Like regardless, like I had started discovering like new artists like Skilla Baby, um, uh, Baby Chase Ray. I started listening to um, a lot of like underground some rappers that are really coming up now. Uh, one artist named Sofago, who signed to Cactus Jack like a couple years back, uh-huh. and he he he's going through like really like crazy time. I, think, I don't know, but all these rappers they all gave me some type of influence. Each one of them, one gave me a style of creativity, as of like cadences, sound, like melodic vibes. Um, Skittle Baby gave me wordplay, as of like growing lyricism wise, and then GI gave me a heartfelt message. That's where I come at. So, and so, like in a way, would you say like with all those different like inspirations, like are you trying to put that into your music as the time goes, not all at once, but like. Like they say, like, less is more. Like, I I mean, less is more is okay. It's true. But for me, I know that I can build something and orchestrate it in the right way, in the right form. I'm not just the type of person who's going to put something on top of top of top. We don't do that. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) Um, Hey, you fucked up. (laughs) No, I was just trying to say, like, uh, he actually, um, he actually, uh, oh man, he got me fucked up. No, I was gonna say, J.I. though, for sure, he's actually one of the craziest, like, rappers I've ever seen in my child. Like, growing up as an artist, though, I always watched, always, always growing. And I think I might, I might work with him. Okay. Yeah. So he's definitely dream collab, hopefully a future collab with J.I. Prince. Hopefully, and we will. I know we will work together for sure. I know we will. I have my art at that for sure. So, I mean, you were just describing these artists with like one word, heartfelt. What? Yeah. But like, when you think of yourself, the real brown boy, what word describes you? If not unique, honestly, oh, man, I would be like blunt. Very blunt. I'm very blunt now. Beforehand, I used to feel scared as of like making music. I'm like, damn, like if I talk about bitches or like whatever it was at that time growing as artists, I feel like damn, people start clowning me. They're like, damn, you ain't got no bitches. Like, damn, it's like, you ain't got no money. Like, I'm not trying to do that facade shit. I can't do that. That's not, that's out of the picture. Now I'm actually talking about what really is happening in my life. Like, if you guys listen to my song, LA to the 805, I was so mad that day when I made that song too. So that was a good, like, that was one of those, like, days of, like, it's crazy shit. Like, it's like, I said in the song, um, remember when they used to laugh, talk behind my back, how they want to listen to all my songs? It's like, that shit really does mean a lot to me. It really does. And that shit hits. Just me, it might hit a lot of people. Because I know a lot of artists that are really coming up People make fun of them, and then all of a sudden, they're like, damn, you're doing so good. Like, no, no, no. It wasn't fun for me from the beginning. Now sit the fuck back and watch. That's it. 
that part. You can't sit down. Yeah. No, I mean, I feel like everything you're saying, I'm kind of just agreeing with you. And I don't want you to think like I'm just saying this, but it's one thing that I can also relate with just because um, being a podcast, like, oh, I respect yeah, no, I mean, it's just like being new, being on this podcast, like featuring artists, you know, some people will say, what the hell are you doing? You're wasting your time. There's no point of doing this. But at the end of the day, it makes me happy. It's what I love to do, you know, and I'm only in the way I see it. It's kind of just like, this is where I'm starting, but it, does, it doesn't mean I'm going to stay here. You know, like, I don't want to just be another person who has a podcast. I want to be Merlin who has the magic tree house. And I feel like there's a difference in that. So like what you're saying, it, it makes sense to me. And it doesn't mean like, just cause you're an artist that you have like a, it does, it can't because it definitely does. And so I'm guessing like with your music, you're going to relate to a lot of fans as well, just because you do have that relatability. Most definitely. And like, Nick comes to like, that, that's the whole point of me making music. At the same time, like, it's me talking about my life. At the same time, it's like, hey, like I'm Indian. And I keep saying this. It's like, some people won't even like, no, they'll think that I'm like Armenian or whatever it is. But at the end of the day, I'm so proud of that. I'm making music just to show people like, hey, there are actually really crazy Indian artists. A lot of people that are into Hollywood music, they're like, you know, they're not aware of like Bollywood music wise. They don't know that there's actually bigger people, like for example, by quote, AP Dillo. Like, yeah. don't get it twisted. He's bigger than a lot of nature rappers that people are listening to right now that consider really big, consider like Oh, this is a very big lyricist. Or like, you know, don't forget, bro. Like, like I could say the same thing going back and forth from two different parties. But and wasn't he at Coachella too? Or yeah. So yeah. Have you seen about the Bill G? He opened up for uh, Rolling Out. Mm-hmm. He first asked Javi to open up. Be- before that, that's what's crazy. Yeah. No. That was I don't. I never thought about that. That never went on Rolling Loud. But they said that Ojib was actually the first, uh, he was the first singer to actually go on mm-hmm. as a role. Yeah. And that was a, sorry, that was the best experience I've seen, honestly. That was dope. No, I mean, That's- for me as a brown person, like seeing all these like brown names on there, even if they're like Bengali, like um, it doesn't matter, like Jay Wolf, it's Bengali. But like still seeing like other artists who are brown on these big stages it's exciting, you know, because you're just like, yo, we can do other things besides engineering and doctors. Like, yeah. there's more to us. And I think, I don't I don't really want to say it was ape, but I think, I remember seeing, like, an interview where they were featuring the artist. And they were just talking about, like, how he couldn't really speak English, but his whole, like, set was in his language. And so it's it's kind of just like, I don't know why that wasn't surprising for me, just because like we have other artists like Blackpink and like K-pop artists, which are similar. They don't really speak English fluently, but they're on these stages, right? Yeah. And that's what really like, not triggers me in a way, but it's like, dude, like, why are you acting like an ass like that? Like, you really think that you really put criticism on somebody, but remember, you're not in their shoes. You're not the one that's standing in front of people. You're not the one that's performing. You're not the one that's making music. 
Well, that's why you know how. You know, it's easy for people to say shit all over at the crowded side more than people that sit on stage. But once they stand on, it's like, damn, I don't think I can do it, yo. I got it. No, I got that. Yeah. Um, but like when it comes to like the future, what and you did mention like some collaborations that we can be expecting from you. But um and I'm guessing the album on I I don't want to say I got the wrong date, but October. It was sometime in October. October sixth. October sixth. So in between that time, are we gonna get more singles from you or what's it looking like for music? Okay. Yeah, a whole masterpiece trying to talk about it. I was dropping in two weeks. Damn, that I just oh. you're the first one to know. Let's go. <laughs> no, I didn't. I. We're just getting the cover already. That's all. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't believe. I just, I just found out too. <laughs> hey, let go. <laughs> Um, no, but this album is very important. <laughs> I don't, um, this album is very serious, for sure. I feel like you'll definitely get a feel every sound that comes to the song. And these songs were originally made two years ago. Why? And so, like, why did you have this pause between two years? Say it one more time. Why did you have, like, this pause between, like, now and two years ago? Like, like I said, it was more about like living life more than usual, and that's what really made me grow as an artist too. And and it really opened my eyes as of like seeing how it really is outside, how it's like to be an artist, how it's how it's hard to be like you know be put in a position where people don't take you seriously, or they'll just see you as like some type of person that's a phony, or they'll you know they'll call you whatever. But I know. Growing though, like seeing all this, this is what really I had embedded my wife with. My, it's two lives that I'm living right now. I'm living my regular life, and I'm living a rap life, right? But I don't hit a point with that at all. Yeah. And I keep one side, the music side, that lifestyle out of the ordinary life that I'm living. Let's call it ordinary. <laughs> because a lot of people, they stick to one. And then you quit their ordinary life to try to portray it. That's not what you're supposed to do. That's where it fucks up a lot of people. Just see big headed people. Yeah. It's just weird, honestly. I hate that shit. No, I mean, I I don't want to say, for me, it's just like the two worlds, right? And I know some people can be like, oh my God, you're like, you're so secretive, blah, blah, blah. But for me, it's just like, I'm, I like to be private. I don't want to keep anything a secret, but like my life, family, relationships, I don't need the whole world to know about that. Like what I do want people to know about is this podcast, you know, discovering new musicians. Like what I'm what I'm posting is what I want you to know about. You don't need to know every single thing. And I guess that's like what you're saying, too. Like you have your ordinary lifestyle where you're a son, you're like a family member, but then. You have your music side, and you're not trying to combine those two, but you're just kind of growing day by day. That's just how it is, and it, it's 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 pretty hard, especially as an Indian kid, knowing that dude. You, if you know Indian people, and you know that you have friends that are Indian, they have different houses, definitely. 
we all we all might have a similar household, but I see people that I see my brothers like they have uh, ordinary life, you know, nine to five job. They want to play game, come back home. The mom is a housewife. The dad's a full time job. The brother working. Sister's going to college. Like it's just fucking weird. Like I don't want that for no, you know. And I've always told my other brothers, I'm like, yo, like, this, this, I'll, I'll put you on. Like, I'll get you with this. Let's work. Let's do something different. Yeah. You really want to be in your house all day. You want to keep working. Like, come on. Yeah, like we do get a like some people do get their arranged marriage. Like some wives are stay at home wives, some dads are stay at home wives, but it's not the lifestyle that everybody wants to live at the end of the day. Like yeah. hell, like for me, coming out as lesbian, not wanting to like marry a man, what is she doing? And it's a lot for your family to hold on to. Yeah. Because they're expecting they have to deal with the outsiders or the people that you're around dealing with. They're gonna be like, Yeah, how do I tell them? their family like my daughter is this or my son is this or my son is doing that his son is doing that they always try to find some type of comparison especially which is fucking annoying honestly don't get me wrong <laughs> and that's why i don't get along with a lot of people that i know but i do have a lot of family relatives that i do love my heart but it's just like one of those family people that you know then just really like fucked up in the head like they're just judgmental and it's just like bro relax Stop tripping. Your son is not doing nothing. You know? <laughs> but, I mean, when it comes to performances, and I'm guessing, like, your family is supportive of that, but, like, can we expect, a, uh, can we expect like, future performances since you're releasing these albums? Uh, yes. I am actually performing at the House of Groups in San Diego. Yeah. Uh, opening up for Too Short. Uh, this October 8th, I think October 8th, yeah. Okay, so wait, that's just a couple of days after. Yeah, and I'm going on two sets, actually. So I'm doing October 8th and October 9th. I'm going to be, hopefully, for sure, for sure, out there, definitely, by the time October. Um. That's cool. Okay, that's exciting. I can't believe. Okay, one House of Blues. I feel like even in Vegas, when I thought of House of Blues, I thought of like big name artists. So like, I feel like that might be a. I would think it's a milestone, but I'm guessing that's a milestone for you. So I just want to say congratulations. I know it didn't happen yet. Thanks so much. It's like it's a very big milestone just for my team and I, especially for how long we came. And you know. A lot of people they'll just be like, damn, like you have no, you know, like we built a lot of network, like we built a lot of like connections with a lot of people depending on where and what. Because not anyone wants to do a freehand, you know what I mean? So my manager really did take care of everyone overall. I give him full credit. Don't get me wrong. At the end of the day, we all have both different roles. I'm the artist, I need to grow, and he needs to do his job by any art. Regardless of my network commitment or you know just putting me on bookings, all that that's and it, it's been pretty much a, a crazy journey. I mean, I love that. No, I mean definitely. I mean, I love that you said that too. Like 
you being at this point, getting those fans, like you wouldn't be here without him. And it's true, like as cheesy as it might sound, like teamwork does make the dream work. I mean, you could do it all on your own. There's no doubt on that. But there's always someone who can take on tasks better, like handle it better and things like that. So having that balance between you guys kind of definitely helped you skyrocket to where you are today, right? Yeah. So Most definitely. That, that's, that's why, right? You know, everything is all just a learning experience. And like from my manager and I, like I said in my last interview, um, I always say this. We treat it like a relationship. Like, remember, we didn't pay to use cool. That's the best way to go about it. Be open. You know, like never, you know, never try to do anything on the back. It's all about trust, all about the loyalty wise. And biggest thing is though, compromise. We all live a different life. That's where we come together yeah. No. I mean, thank you for sharing that too. Cause it's I feel like it kind of just helps like those artists who are upcoming, like know that they don't have to do this alone. Having a yeah. team member, like having another person just to like help you get to where you want to be can be a good thing if you are open to it yourself. Right? Yeah. That's the best. I mean, a lot of people they'll be big headed. They'll be like, "Yeah, I'm on this show. That's cool, dude." I know, but you do definitely need an A and R, bro. Like, you look at all these rappers; they're not personal. They need an A and R. You see all these labels; they don't understand. Labels not just no contracts signed on a paper to say, "Oh, I'm big." No, have A and Rs, have value have people that are marketing. Yeah, you pushing your pages. Yeah, you booking. All there's more than this. So. And that's what artists need to know. Like, it's not just about you pushing. You need somebody, you need a full team on your back to actually approach you, push you out. Yeah. You know? I mean, um, when I talk, talking about like promotions, like your pages, helping you like market, um, when it comes to your music and your performances, where can people follow you at? So they are up to date on like newest releases, performances, things like that. The best places, honestly, is just Instagram. And I always say, Instagram, Facebook, and yeah, we're going to be posting a lot of stuff this weekend. And I think, can I say, I got to get a list, I don't know. <laughs> so, um, I, I just did a music video, but um, I won't say too much stuff. Okay. I won't say too much. It's coming out next week. It's got to be editing everything. So it's five shit. Um, it's gonna be crazy. So, like, I guess in these upcoming two weeks, we can expect an album and a music video, right? Let's go. Okay, let's just end it on that note. <laughs> Keep it suspenseful, but oh my god, I'm so happy for you. Congratulations. Likewise, likewise. I appreciate you. No, I mean, I appreciate you. Before we go, I just want to say thank you. Um, I know we just met at the Underground Magazine. Shout out to Underground. But like you just being down, being open to the idea of being on this podcast, even though it's not like up there yet, but like you understand that it's growing and wanting to be on here. I I appreciate that because I had so much fun talking with you. Oh, I appreciate you. Likewise, it's, this is a very big thing, especially like I said, we all had different growing. You know, 
I hope that podcast goes well. I can see it go up. Working with crazy people, don't forget. Don't forget it. Like, this is all just a beginning. It's all a beginning for everybody. You're on the way. Take small steps. If you like this episode, make sure you check out previous episodes available on all podcast platforms. Don't forget, you can follow me on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Threads, and Facebook at Merlin Like the Wizard. Thanks again for listening. Till next time.